Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Like the million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me who could it be, but Steve Harvey. Oh yeah, listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. 
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was, uh, I had my head down. And I was uh, thinking of what I wanted to say this morning. But uh, it, it, it kind of, uh, it's kind of be something I've lived for a long time. And, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. So, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was uh, was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up. I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or man, if I could just get this person to hear my ideal or man, if just if this person could hear my track or man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know, I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. This is the person for me. This is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning is to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It, it, it's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's This is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asked you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years. And I counted on people and, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations and I got out one, a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years, but he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then man, Lord have mercy. I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. 
See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man. The field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out when you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help. It get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throwing a celebration. We 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 gonna we gonna do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no, oh no, everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And I and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now. Is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh-uh, no. I hear you saying it. But I'm going to keep my eye on this situation because I hear you saying it. But I'm going to take this faith of mine and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most. Because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now, you can make it you can make it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me. Or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? The only one that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there. Right there all the way through. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. He will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he, when he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too. You know, I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation. Then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to do, who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. A new day. Another moment in time. Today's a new day. But when you look at it like this, though, it ain't number God just doing what he do. Who else can make a brand new day? Tell me, who do that? Nobody. I was having a discussion the other day, and this man came in the room and said, for all of you believers, suppose there is no God. You know what I did? Mm. I just walked out the room. Got to yes. walk out. Yeah. No, yes, I, no, I, I ain't got no time for this discussion you finna have. Because you're not finna convince me no other way. I don't know why he thought he was starting. A lot of people gathered around him, started having this debate. I walked out the room. I'm gone. I'm gone. And you know where I went? <laughs> fishing. <Where>? Hello. <laughs> hey, man, I went straight fishing, man. I ain't got time to talk. Well, I don't know what you talking about, man. Go ahead on about your business. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, the mouth of the South, Mississippi, Monica. Government name is Kill Space, but everybody call him Junior. And the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Ladies and hey, gentlemen, hey. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, Junior. Yes, sir. Dude, what's going on with you today, man? Hey, let me tell you. You've been you having up. no questions lately. You've been making no. a lot of statements. I'm making another one, Unc. I'm going to tell you. Did you know there's this new thing coming up because we on our way to Easter? They, you know, I get the kids having an Easter egg hunt, but now they want the adults to have an Easter egg hunt. I'm I'm too old to walk around and be looking for stuff, first of all, Unc. Because if I go down there and find something, you know what I want to find? I want to find this down payment on this house. That's what I need to go find. I'm not finding no candy. I'm, I'm, I'm 44 years old. Some of y'all out here, if you're going to go on the Easter egg hunt, find something that you need in your life, like a committed relationship. You need to go find that in the Easter egg hunt. There's a lot of things in the Easter egg Find your damn daddy at this Easter egg hunt. What the hell are we out here? Yeah, what the hell are we out here looking for candy for? I'm too grown. Send me on no damn Easter egg hunt. You know what? Find something for your arthritis out here in this Easter egg hunt. Too damn old be out here looking for candy. Get something that's going to work for you in your life. You know what? Find your next car payment at the Easter egg hunt. Everybody run right here. I'm not coming out here for no candy. 
You know, that's how I like to find these Easter egg hunt. Uh, this adult Easter egg hunt. I like to find this damn kill for sickle cell at the day Easter. I walk around for that. That's what I walk out here for. But I'm not coming out here for no candy. Coming out here. Don't take as soon as you find it, Junior. <laughs> no, right there in the, right wherever I find it. I don't care. I'm taking it right there. That's, I'm just not doing this. I'm not for this adult Easter egg hunt. It's not. Junior, it's not. Yes, sir. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you understand? Ask me why I ain't going to the Easter egg hunt. Why you not going to the adult Easter egg hunt, huh? Cause I got eggs. <laughs> and egg money. Eggs <laughs> Hell, right. am I going down there for some eggs? Yeah. And clearly I have some. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not doing it. <clears throat> well, we have learned a lot what you're going to do with yeah. this adult Easter egg. All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour. Thank you, Junior. We got the pastor and the deacon with church complaints right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. It is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? So, um, yeah. uh, this is Holy Week, and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and I truly believe... That if we're going to keep it as a holy week, then we're going to speak about some things that are going on at the church. And this right here is weed in the church van. All right, all my all mine's clear. Are they clear? (laughs) To my mom, my beautiful late mother, leave these church people alone. (laughs) Mama, you you have to understand, Mama, that there are things that have to be pranked about. And this right here is weed. In the church van now, cat dog. If you would, let's take it there. Let's let's Please. get to the weed in the van. Let's get to the weed. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach Dan, brother, brother Dan. Dan. Hold on, hold on. Let me cut the TV. Now, who you, I'm who trying you to reach uh, brother Dan, brother Dan. Oh, oh this. Uh, okay. Yeah, this is brother Scott from the church from uh, Bethel Baptist. Oh, uh, hello, brother. Yeah, I call you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a little information about the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, uh, you drive the church van. What's, what's your schedule? Uh, I drive it Wednesday, uh, Fridays, and Sundays. Okay, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Now, Sunday, what, what is that schedule? Oh, well, Sunday, I, I usually start about eight o'clock in the morning, probably a little earlier, depending on some of the elderly people that I have to go pick up and uh, bring to the church, make sure they get there okay and get situated and make sure they're on time for the service and whatnot. Okay, and then you take them back home after yes. service is over? Yes, I, I try to get all of them back home unless they got family members or something that come up there and meet them up there and want to take them to dinner or something afterwards. But I usually okay. get everybody back home. Okay, okay. Now, this past Sunday, Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason why I'm calling you. Uh, they saying that um, some of the church uh, members that was on the band this Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, they are, are complaining, saying that um, that the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there. Excuse me. They say the church band was smelling like weed when they got on there, and you are the person that was oh. driving them. Oh no 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 not 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 the van that that I'm driving. I'm, I don't no I don't I ain't smoke weed in no van. Uh, uh, do you smoke weed? 
No, I don't smoke weed. I mean, not currently. I mean, I have before, but I don't smoke weed now. And I wouldn't smoke weed before picking some people up to go to no, no church now. What, I, where are you getting this from? Who told you this? Well, I, all I know is what, what what's come down the pipeline is they saying that, that, that a couple of the members came complaining. Now, saying that that, the, now see, see, now, see, this, this just happened last week about this pipeline. I want to know who the pipeline is because just last week they came at me talking about that I, I, I was using the van to go places that I wanted to go to on my personal time. Now, I don't do that. I don't do stuff like that. Now, I done had a past. I done had a history, but I don't do stuff like that, and I wouldn't smoke in no church van. So are you seriously talk, talking? What, 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 what we're trying to we're trying to get to the bottom of it and see what's going on with you. Well, what um, elderly person said it? Do you know which one? I they, don't know. They love me every Sunday. Them people tell me they love me. Uh, uh, they say I'm one of the most respectful young gentlemen they've ever met in their life. And so I, I really find it hard to believe that you 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 getting these type of complaints about me. Okay, what well, that one of them says? Smell like ooh wee. I don't know what that means or nothing like that. Look, brother, I don't know you too well, and I know you don't know me, but I, I, I've been driving this van as, as as a point to try to change my life and where I come from. So this was, was something that I wanted to volunteer, even though I'm getting paid, to give my time to do this for the church. And now this is like the second instance where y'all came at me on some stuff about, like, I'm trying to do something with this van. Now, why would I disrespect the church van by smoking weed in it and then letting the weed stay in there so other people could smell it? Okay, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go out here to the church van today. We're going to go out here today and open it up. Now, if we see any seeds or anything around the, the, the driver's seat, then 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 we're going we're gonna to definitely uh, have Lord, a finger point. We're going to open the van up. Man, I was raised in that church. Man, my mama go to that church. My grandma, she go to that church. She the reason we even all at that church. And you think I'm going to mess up their name by driving around in a van full of elderly people smoking some weed? Then why do, then why do it smell like weed, brother Dan? I don't know why the van smell like weed, man. Now, I don't, I don't got the answers to these questions. I'm just trying to tell you that it wasn't me. Did you have some weed in your pocket and maybe it would just smell it? I ain't had no weed on me. Stop trying to say like I had weed on me. And you ain't going to give me nothing. I ain't had no... And we ain't had no weed on me, okay? Now, you ain't going to mess up my name or my family's name in this church and disrespect us like this. Now, we've been helping this church for years, and I'm trying to tell you that I ain't riding around in no van smoking no weed with no elderly people. Did you ask any of the elderly people if they had any weed on them? Uh, 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 no. We no. No, I didn't think about no elderly people having no weed. So you just assume it's me. What, one of them got glaucoma or something? What, 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 you know what? You know who I think, what, you know who I think the weed belong to? Who? Who? I think, I think the weed belong to Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what the <laughs> f***? What the heck? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Damn, you just got pranked. Oh my God. You just got pranked. What is his name? His name is Brother, uh, Brother, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, Lawrence, oh my God! <laughs> Larry, they call him Larry, but oh, his name is Lawrence. Oh man, I know exactly. Tell Larry, tell Larry he in trouble with me. I'm gonna hit him with the van. <laughs> oh man, hey, I got 
one more thing. To, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the yes, baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> man, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> yeah, <I> got me. <laughs> Oh, man. man, go on and rest, man. Go on and chill out the rest of the day. I try, man. I know I ain't going to smoke no weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tommy. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for CLO, the Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, the CLO, as the nephew calls him. You ready, sir? I know Let's you go. are. All right. Lakeisha in Hampton, Virginia says, I'm in my late 20s and my best friend and I bought a home together. Her boyfriend moved to our city a month ago and he's been staying with us. She said it would only be for a week, but he's still here. He's chipped in financially and that's all fine and good, but I don't want his money and I don't want him to get comfortable here. I told my best friend he's got to go and she said it's her home too and it's okay for him to stay another month if he needs to how can i get him to leave asap please advise well i don't Ooh. think you can Mm-mm. because you all own the home equally you have no agreement that you can't have guests overnight guests you have nothing in place that says how long you should have guests so i don't see how you can make him leave um on another note right who you buys a house with their best friend? Is this, what right, is the this normal? Yeah, you, this is why you don't do things like this. Man, this is <laughs> probably the, the biggest purchase of your life, and you do yeah. it not with your fiance, not with your husband, but with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And all y'all want to have other lives. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... <sighs> You can, I don't right, know how you can get them leave. And her best friend, CLO, is correct. It's her house, too. So. Right. That's the deal. So how yeah, do you make somebody do? Right. It's my house and mm-hmm. I live here. So you're not going to be able to get him to leave until they're ready for him to go. And he might stay forever. All right. Uh, Felicia. Start walking around naked, though. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Start walking around naked. It helps. Felicia in Charlotte says, my husband and I have been married for eight years and he recently got an SUV with cameras in the headrest for our four and six year old to watch movies when they take road trips. Yesterday, he drove me to get coffee and as soon as he cranked up and plugged in his phone, I heard sex sounds coming from the TVs. God! Yes, he started fumbling to turn it off and he turned bright red. He said it must be a glitch in the entertainment system. I think he had a woman back there watching porn. Am I jumping to conclusions? Stupid. Uh, God. Wait a minute. But you said it was connected to his phone. Yeah, he plugged it. Yeah, as soon as he cranked up the car and plugged in his phone, she heard the sounds. Well, I mean, that's Bluetooth, I think. Uh I don't know if it has Uh anything to do with him having a woman back there watching porn. I'm thinking he's got porn on his phone and the Bluetooth picked it up and ran it through the system. I mean, you know, because unless you have that stuff downloaded in your car somewhere, I don't see how that can be. It's the Bluetooth is what comes into play to me. terrible because what if the kids were with them you know what i'm saying i mean yeah i know that but i mean yeah. the the cold thing is suppose this was, was a video on it 
Right. Exactly. See, I don't know. I don't. She's a little slow. Well, let, let me talking help you about on was it. he sitting in the back seat watching porn with another woman? With another woman. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He could be there back there watching it by himself, or I, I mean, it didn't have to be. Shut but up. But to Charlie. get on the headsets, to get on the headsets in the car, it has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So if he was fumbling with his phone, it was the Bluetooth on his phone. All right. So there you have it, man. What's my name? What's my name? Anastasia in Seattle says, we're moving on. I'm a 30-year-old married woman, and I love my husband, but I fantasize about his handsome brother. He's 40 with a six-pack, a carved-out back, and muscular thighs. And when my husband and I are intimate, I'm imagining myself in his brother's big old chocolate arms. I've even mumbled his brother's name under my breath once during sex. I watch his workout videos online, and I get all tingly. This all started a few weeks ago. Do you think it's just a phase or should I seek counseling? Please help me. What do you want us to do? Is it just a phase or do I need counseling? You need to quit wanting your brother's, your, your husband's brother. That's lusty. You know, hell, stop watching his damn videos. You, yes. You're setting yourself up. Quit calling his damn name. You know, that ain't your husband. How about that? What do you want? Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. This is something you can control for sure. You're right. Ricky. All right, Paula and Boston. We're moving on. Paula in Boston says, I'm 71 and I'm, I, I am back on the dating scene. I've been a widow for 25 years. And I was say that cash- again, Shirley. Okay, she's 71. Her name is Paula. She's out of Boston. 71, she's back on the dating scene. She's been a widow for 25 years and she was casually dating a younger man for the past two years. She said we had sex a few times and he stopped calling me. All I'm attracted to are younger men between the ages of 50 and 60 and getting one is not a problem. I don't want to be just a fling for these men. How can I prevent that from happening? That's a younger man, 2050 and 60. Why don't you stop being a fling? Mm. <laughs> you a fling because you allow it. You allow yourself to get flung. Mm-hmm. Your 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 body or your relations or whatever you want to call them at 71 comes with a price. What is this? You have every right. To, you're too old for this. What you talking about how you you been screwing a dude for two years, and then he stopped calling you. What, what you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Y'all wasn't in a relationship. Wasn't nobody defined anything. I don't care how old you get. If you can't define the relationship you're in, you probably ain't in one. Mm-hmm. She's sad, me though, though. She ain't got about 15 years left. I, you got to at least have some fun. I mean, I mean, that was profound. Say that again. Because people what I say, hear what you just oh, what he said. No, what said. not what you said. <laughs> what the CLO said before we run out of time. <laughs> so, come on, come on, CLO. All I said was if you can't define the relationship you're uh-huh. in, it's probably because you ain't in one. There you go. All right, coming up and next. And what I said is if you said me, you ain't got for 15 years left, go and get it in. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. 
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. All right, Jay is yes. here. Yes, yes, he wrote another book. You said it was the 28th one, Steve? Probably 28th, 29th. This book so, what, is really home-hitting. Everybody can relate to this. The name of this book is called If You're the Only One in the House Working, Damn It, These Are the Rules. That's the name of the book. Okay. If, okay. You're, the only, if you're the only one in the house working, you can change the channel don't matter what nobody else is watching. If they say, I'm watching that, you can say, I'm paying for that. So you can yeah. change the damn town. Yeah. That's sad. It's a great feeling. Come on, I'm man. the only one in the house working my new book, chapter, this is chapter 13. You only, only you, since you're working, only you get to use the good towels. You don't have a job. You use them rough-ass towels to dry your behind yeah. off with, Okay. Yeah. I'm the only one wow. with them. The yeah. one with the holes in it. Well, those are the ones you the use. Ragged okay? ass towels. <laughs> the ragged ass The ones we keep under the sink. Them where Thank your you. towels at. Yes, that's where your wow. towels do. Mine are fluffy, soft, and Next, heated. Next, lie soil and tidy yeah. bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And two extra rolls of toilet tissue. Love that's it, love towels. it, love it. Uh, Go ahead, Jim. If you the only one working in the house... You set the curfew as to when people can come in. I may or may not give you a key, okay? I may or may not. <laughs> Damn it, 12 o'clock, all these doors is locked. That's what I'm Steve. Read this I'm book. not getting up. Yeah. I'm not answering no doorbells. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Now, these doors lock at 12. Matter That's of fact, right. sooner the news go off, I'm going to I bed. lock up. I'm going Thank to bed. You. Thank you. Here's another chapter. This is a long chapter. If you have, if I allow you to have a pet, I don't need uh -huh. to see him. I don't need to hear him. And I don't need to smell him. Okay. I don't, I need to know that that pet is not in the damn house. Okay? Well, your ass is down to fish. Thank you. Thank don't you. come Thank in you. here with no damn bunny no. rabbits. Thank you. Cats. Thank you. Dogs. Thank you. Gerbils. I'm not going to be watching nothing run around on no wheel. You can have a fish and his ass got to be in the corner. 
If I feel like you should have a fish, all right, this is very important because you spoke on it earlier, Steve. I will have my own, and I'm going to count the little sections, my very own roll of toilet paper that will not be touched, okay? Damn it. My roll. My roll. Damn it. That's my roll. That's right. It goes from my bedroom into the bathroom and back with me. Thank you. If I Thank leave it in there, your don't book. touch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? What? I'm counting the squares. That's what them ragged ass tiles is for. Use them. <laughs> Rinse them out and dry them out and hang them up. Yeah. Rinse them. <laughs> so, Jay, this is in, all in your new book. If My you're brand the only new book. If I'm the only one working in this house, these are the rules, damn it. Number one, here's another chapter. <laughs> Oh, this chapter 16. If I allow you to have a side hustle in that house, meaning uh-huh. you're doing hair, you're doing oh, hair, or you're okay. babysitting, or personal uh-huh. trainer, All I get a cut. And especially, Ooh. especially mm-hmm. if you're selling weed. Especially if you're selling What's weed. What's the percent? What percent? 50 percent. 50. 50. 50. 50. 50. Half of that. A, yeah. Of a hairstyle? Half? Yeah. <laughs> Hey Jay, yeah, yeah. I like chapter number uh thirty-two. Oh, which one? I like that. Yeah. Mm. Well, Name of this chapter is "Cause I Said So." Uh huh. That's a good chapter. Oh, Ooh, yeah. that's like your parents. Mm. Cause I said mm. so. Anybody mm. ask a question uh-huh. in this damn house? Right. Refer to chapter thirty-two. Damn it! Cause I that's said, said so. so. Woo! Right. That's, that's it. Ooh, Man, it's a good ass up. book. It's another another Every chapter. Day. Chapter ooh, chapter forty. <laughs> good book. Four. This is a good <laughs> chapter, Steve. How this many chapters in the book? Oh, oh, this is a big it's book. A lot. It's about, about, about one hundred eighteen. <laughs> this it's forty. Sick. It says, if I go to bed early, mm-hmm. if uh-huh. I go to bed early, yes. everybody goes to bed early. Okay. I know you're going to turn that damn TV No, 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 no. We all no. go to bed at this. I don't have to be in the bed hearing you up. Look, what you up for? What you up for? <laughs> because you go I'm a work. night person. Well, no, you, you ain't got to go to work. No, I go to bed. You go to bed. Okay? Go in there and look at the ceiling if you want to. But the TVs go off. Yes. And Lights this is out. the last this Hold is a on, very Jay. important chapter. No, chapter, no, man. I'm gonna let you do your last one. But man, I want to thank you for chapter sixty-four. What you got? Let me see. Sixty-four. Mm-hmm. What's that? Uh-huh. When I'm sitting on the toilet, uh-huh. I like the door open. Do not pull it shut. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? You're like kidding me, right? That, no, no. What? No. Chapter sixty-four. Oh, no. That's when I'm sitting on the it toilet, short chapter, I like the yes. door open. I need and to see do what's not happening in my house. Walk past I'm, and pull it shut. I need I'm to see what's happening in my door. house. Yeah. No, you're in not shutting nothing. I'm shutting the door if you in there using the bathroom with hey, the door well, Your ass <laughs> won't be. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, no, you won't. No, you won't. Your ass ain't working. You won't be there. Yeah, you're not working. You ain't got to be closing no doors. Yeah. yeah. This is the you're, last you're, chapter. You don't pay for those. When I wake up in the morning to go to work, yeah. I uh-huh. can make as much damn noise as I want to make. Okay? Don't say a but damn thing. Don't be shushing me. Don't <laughs> shushing me. I'm, sl- I'm trying to get some sleep. That's what you're I'm waking me up. Out this no, no, what you need to do is get some work. 
Now, that's what you need to do, but you can't get out this house because you ain't got nowhere else to go, Could Mr. Tommy. you keep it down when you wake up? No. Hell no. I ain't keeping it down. Well, get Jay's new book if you're the only one working in the house. Uh, He's out of damn <laughs> Thank room. you. This, this heavy Come. book with 90 chapters in it. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, he's here. Please introduce Jay Anthony Brown to Jay Brown. Anthony Brown. <laughs> Come on, Jay. <laughs> In keeping with the vein of Easter, why not do an Easter song? Because it's the day we go crazy with what we have to wear. Hit it. All right, fellas, I'm not Easter time. I know you laying that stuff out on the bed. Standing back in the drawer, saying it's up. Wait till they see me in this. Shoes down at the bottom, head in the top of your suit. Got your shirt up under the suit. You ready? You gonna kill him? It's Easter Sunday. I can't believe those awful suits I see. The colors out on ya. the night before. <laughs> gonna kill him. Kill him. Just gonna hurt him on Easter. Boy, I remember one year, man, I got me a white suit. My mama told me, boy, I don't want you to get no white suit. Mm-hmm. I had paper out. I'm getting, it. I'm getting a white suit. White suit, I only had one pair of shoes. They were black. So I wanted a black shirt. Couldn't find a black shirt. Bought a white shirt and a box of Rit Dye. And died it. I died this shirt. In church, got hot. The dye bleeding out the shirt into the suit. What? (laughs) Your mother told you. She told you. I'm sitting up in here, man, with this cheap ass shirt. I got sweating. It's leaking. The dye is leaking onto the suit. Man, I was so hurt. Now my suit got these gray blotches on it. Oh, man. Okay, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody knows that Easter is on Sunday, which means it's time for the kids to give their Easter speeches. Here's some examples, yeah, for when Easter speeches go badly, okay? Mm -hmm. Today, we'll have speeches by Little Jay. Mm-hmm. Little Junior, Hi. Mm-hmm. little Tommy over there, <laughs> and look at him over there. Hi, little Stevie. All right, this first speech will be by Little Jay. Okay, 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 okay. 
Easter is more than just bunnies. Okay, Easter is more than just bunnies and candy. Uh oh, I got boo boo. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, that didn't go well. Okay, now it's time for Little Junior. Little Junior? He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Hey, Ma. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> Bobby, there's my other brother and sister that Daddy told me not to tell you about. Hey, y'all. <laughs> There's a lot going on besides the fact that he has asthma. Um, uh, okay, uh, we need to have a speech by little Tommy now. Come on up, little Tommy. Here come Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hey, there go Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson come over the house every day after Daddy go to work. Hey, Mr. Johnson! Oh, God! Oh, my God! <laughs> Mr. Johnson! You're not waving. Oh, God. Okay, every, everyone calm down. Um, uh, it, now it's time for little Steve. Come on up, little Steve. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> the, the many years ago on, on the cross he died. Yes. Hey, Daddy. That's your boss, the one you call the big, fat, stupid bastard. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Uh, quiet, everyone. Uh, let's get back to little Jay. Come on, come on, little Jay. Uh, your turn. Uh, <laughs> okay. 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 He, he died, but on the he died. He died, but on he died, but on the seventh day he rose. Hey, that's the guy to give daddy them little packs of sugar. Huh? Huh? Oh, yeah, that's uh, a big dope uh, selling, though. Yeah! <laughs> what in the world? Uh, <laughs> the little right. tiny packs that uh, daddy uh, put in his pocket. No, okay, uh... <laughs> Moving moving right along with our Easter program, uh, it's time once again for Little Junior. Little Junior. He gave his life for us that we could be. Hey, that's the lady that comes out of the building that has dancers on it. And Daddy always give her money and says, this is for the baby. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> we ever get through this? Um, uh, little Tommy, little little Tommy, you have your speech ready now. Your one, uh-huh. two, three. Tall ears, twinkly nose, tiny tail. Hey, hey mommy and dad, that's the lady that's got a little boy that looks just like me and daddy. Uh, uh, we'll end it right here uh, with, with little Stevie, okay? <laughs> yeah, we sure we ain't going to end it with this one because Easter is a day for dressing up. Hey, Dad, that go demand to give me $5 to stay downstairs to play video games. Hey, Mr. Carter, <laughs> thanks for the money. <laughs> <laughs> they run out here for another five next Friday. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Daddy, you don't know him. <laughs> that's, that's Mr. Carter. 
<laughs> and that concludes. Daddy, 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 why are you choking Mr. Carter? <laughs> Happy Easter! That concludes our Easter program for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone. Come on, boys. My mama fainted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, guys, Tommy's prank phone call uh, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, her hood rat mentality is bad for business. That's the subject. But right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? How much money do we have in the account, oh. Pastor? <laughs> Watch it now. It came, it came in three sentences. I broke it up now. How yeah. much money do we have in the account, Pastor? Pastor, right? Pastor. How much money do we have in the account? Let's go, Cat. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Pastor Hayes. Um, this is he. Pastor Hayes, how you doing? This is this is Brother Lonnie, Lonnie Thompson. How you doing? I'm, I'm good, brother. I, and how can I help you today? Pastor, I'm actually one of your members at the church, and I want to just commend you that you're doing a good job the way you um, are displaying uh, safety. Let me say that first and foremost. Okay, cool. Thank you. You know, we just want everybody to be safe and, and healthy. And, and your name again? Brother Lonnie Thompson. Okay, and 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 Brother Thompson, I'm 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 kind of about to be in the middle of dinner. How can I help you, brother? Well, here, here's what I wanted to ask you, man. Uh, Pastor, I want to ask you this. I, I know you know a lot of people are going through different things, and 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 uh, people are, you know, trying to make sure they keep food and stuff in the house because it's, you know, time like this, you know, you kind of want to stay put, and and but you want to make sure you got enough food and water and things like that. So, but 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 what I wanted, my reason for calling you is, I wanted to ask you how. Uh, how much money do we have in the account? Come again? The church account. How much money do we have in there? Brother, brother, what? What do you say your name was again, brother? My name is uh, Brother Lonnie Thompson. Okay, Brother Thompson, how did you get my personal cell phone number to be calling me at home this time of day? Well, I got this number from one of the brothers at the church. What, what, what brother at the church? Because they know not to give my personal number out to, to people I don't know. Are you a well, I'm a, a I'm a, but I'm a, but I'm a member though. I'm a member. Okay. Well, how, how long you been a member? Because I've been pastor this church for ten years, and I, your name ain't familiar to me. How long? How long you been a member at my church? I've been a member probably going on going on three years now, but I ain't I ain't been since you know since that day I joined. I you know I you know I kind of got caught out there. You know how I go. But uh, wait, but yeah. wait, 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 wait. So you you've been a member of my church two or three years. You ain't been to the church in two to three years, and you calling me to ask me about finances of my church? I, well, I'm understand what you're looking for. Well, I am a member, so I mean, I do have a don't I have a right to know what we got in the what we got in the account? No, actually, you don't. You don't have a right to that question if you don't actively come to the church. You can't come to the church, sign up for church, and then call me three years later asking me what we got going on at church. So I need to understand what is your purpose? What, what do you Well, well like I say, everybody going through hard times, I'm trying to see what we got in there because, you know, I, I need to pick up a few things from the store. I don't have the money right now, but shouldn't I be able to lean on my church, though? You can lean on us. We, we've done a lot of stuff in the community. We've been feeding the elderly. We got a food bank. We've been cash-apping people some money that when we can. But 
you ain't been at this church in three years. You can't call me after three years and think I'm about to give you some money for something. I don't even know if you're a real member. I am a real member. I'm a real member. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pastor. Hold on. No, no, hold no, on. hold on. No, 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 you hold on. What? Boy, look here. I'm trying to sit down and have dinner with my family. You sitting here on my last night. Look here, Brother Thompson. I don't know you. I ain't never heard of you. You am not about to call here and try to get some money out of me. And you ain't even a member of the church. You can't I am a member of the church. Because you come to the church one time and you ain't been back in three years. And you come to me for some money? I, I am a member. You, you are not a member of this church, sir. You I am a member of the church. Look, look, look. Let me Mr. tell you Tom, something. Tom, I know this ain't no. No, I, no, no, Mr. Thompson. Let me tell you what. You can't join my church two or three years ago and call me three years later, get my number from somebody and ask me for money because you're going through hard times. Now, if you was a true member of the church, you'll understand how we work and how we give money to people that are struggling. I just delivered 40 meals today to our elderly. Huh? Huh? Last week, we cashed out people money to go pick up groceries. Apparently, well, do you, you need my, do you need my cash app, then? Do you need my yeah, cash Boy, boy, you going to make me cuss. You ain't even tithing. So how you not tithing and think you I told you I had fell on bad times. Didn't I say I fell on bad times? You fell on bad times for three years? Hey, hey, you know, it takes longer for some people, okay? Why are you, why are you judging me and opposed to trying to figure out how to cash app me because so I can get on? you're a member of my church. I don't know if you some scam artist trying to get money from the church, sir. I have never met you. I don't know you. Matter of fact, I'm about to call up the deacons to see who you are and why they would give my number to some boy to call me and ask me for some money. Hey, let me say this to you. If you don't cash app me, then I'm finna let all the members, I know you, I know our church ain't no mega church. You know, we got three, four hundred members. I already know. So, but, but I would let every member know that you're not cash helping me to help me in a time of need. I will hey, do that. Hey, 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 Brother Thompson, you, you can let them know. You can Facebook it, Instagram it. You can put it on that TikTok and tag me in it. I ain't giving you a dime. I don't know you. I ain't never heard of you. Matter of fact, you need to get off my phone. I got dinner with my wife about to go on, man. And I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you. I need to know who gave you my number so I can call them up and tell them, don't be giving my number out to some stranger who ain't been our church in two to three years and going to ask me for some money, some cash out. Or if you don't get off this phone, who gave okay, you my uh, number? Okay, so let me ask you something. So, so you know Deacon uh, uh, Marvin Dillard? I know Deacon Marvin, yeah. What about him? Do you know he listens to the radio every morning? Yeah. He's listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Pastor Hayes, you just got pranked by your boy, Deacon Marvin. <laughs> boy, see, and that's why Deacon Marvin about to get kicked off the board. Boy, you, you got me out here in my yard. Yeah, my neighbors looking at me like I'm crazy. They know I'm a pastor on the block. Boy, you almost made me cuss. You can't be doing that during this time, man. Pastor, you all right, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> baby, baby, everything good. My wife done came out here, boy, and you ain't don't want her to set it off. <laughs> uh, you don't want the first lady to go off. Okay. Man, man. Uh. But, no, nah, we take care of our church, man. We feed them, send them money, man, deliver meals, man, make sure everybody's good That's during good. this time. That's good, man. Hey, man, before we get off, you got to let me know what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land. Man, 
this is Steve Harvey Morning Show with that ignorant nephew, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You got him going, Tommy. In God's name, stupid. Right. <laughs> so you just going to prank the pastor on yeah. Easter weekend resurrection. But you know what? <laughs> Ain't this the time for that? I wanted to hear Tommy how long before he cussed because he was uh, right there. He I was right. I, I, you know what, Jay? And I pulled back. Yeah. I got to the line and I back. said, "I'm yeah. not going." Yeah. I pulled back. <laughs> I, you know, on, you know, you don't want to run him on Good Friday cussing. You know, I didn't no, want to. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject: Her hood rat mentality is bad for business. We'll get mm. into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Hear that, Jay? Right here, right now. Pop it, pop it, pop it. (laughs) Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, her hood rat mentality is bad for business. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a married man, but I have not been happily married in a while. I have no mention, no intention of leaving my wife, and I'm not a cheater. I own a small bar downtown, and my best employee is also my worst employee. She's been with me for so long that I've overlooked her raunchy behavior for years. She is a hood rat, and I knew that when I hired her 
as a bartender. This was supposed to be a part-time job, but now it's the only job she has because she is loud and unprofessional. She is 53 years old, but she has a body like Cardi B, and she's gorgeous. She wears her stomach out with short shorts and heels, so my male customers love her. Recently, I had to temporarily lay her off because of the pandemic. I offered to give her $1,000 to help her out while she was not working. She asked me what she had to do for the extra money. I was confused at first, and then I figured it out. She told me that nothing is free, and she has been working her side hustle for a while, right out of my bar. Uh, several of my married customers give her money and gifts in exchange for a good time. She told me that she knows I'm not happy at home, and I haven't had sex in a while. Uh, so she could help me out. I wanted to lay her across that bar right then and there and do her. But uh, I have my dignity, and a woman like that is nothing but trouble. I told her she can't be tricking out of my bar, and she told me whatever she does in her spare time is her business. She's valuable for my business, but she can't keep tricking with my customers. Should I talk to the guys or fire her? Hmm. Okay, you're a business owner, and she's good for business. So what's the problem? I, I mean, I really don't think it's so much that she's from the hood that you have a problem with and issue with, because like you said, uh, you knew that when you hired her. You also said she's valuable for your business. I, I think in spite of what you say, uh, there's something going on or or that you think about uh, when it comes to her. I think you're attracted to her and I, I think you you really want her there. Uh, your words, she's gorgeous with a body like Cardi B with her stomach out, her short shorts and her heels and your male customers love her. Uh, that's business for you. You know, they're in there. They come to see her. They, they're spending money. You know, they spend money when they come. So that helps your business. So when you laid her off and she offered to pay you back for your generous $1,000, uh, you said you wanted to take her, you wanted to take her up on it and, uh, throw her across, do her right there on the bar. But, uh, you're smart and you didn't. You have dignity. You didn't do it. Uh, you said because a woman like that is nothing but trouble. And I, I do commend you for that because even though you said you're unhappy at home, you let us know that in the beginning of the letter, you said um, you would never cheat on your wife. So you didn't take uh, your bartender up on her offer. Like I said, you didn't take the bait. I, I do like that about you. Now, as far as her seeing male customers, uh, hmm, you didn't even know that. That's how good she is. You didn't even know that. Okay, but you know it now. Uh, I don't know how you're going to get her to stop doing that because what she does in her home is her business. Uh, I just say watch her and, and, you know, make sure it doesn't get out of hand and get crazy because you definitely don't want to lose your business if it does. Uh, should you fire her? Why would you fire someone that's good for business? Um I mean, you know, you're the business owner and it's about business. So why would you do that? Should you talk to the guys? Uh, I don't know what that's going to do. They're going to leave probably if you talk to them. So you do have a dilemma on your hands, but firing her and talking to him, talking to the guys, I don't think that's the way. Steve? I am completely stunned at your answer. Mm -hmm. um, that's, this is, that something's going on with you, Shirley. 
Uh, this is not the Shirley Strawberry I've known for <laughs> 20 years. I don't know where this damn answer came from. Okay. I don't know who helped you with this What's strawberry wrong? letter, but this don't who sound like me? no damn Shirley <laughs> Strawberry talking right here. I don't know who got hold of this letter and changed your answer, uh, but I no am one. surprised. <laughs> I don't understand why you even wrote, bruh. I really don't. Uh, I have no idea how old you are, but you've got to be a fully grown ass man. So, because the girl is 53 years old, so you good and grown. So now let's talk about what this good and grown man. He opens up the letter saying, talking about how he married, but he ain't been happily married for a while. That's how the letter opened. But the letter ain't even about his marriage, though. So why did you feel compelled to tell us this information right here? See, bro, when you're talking to me, I just, I know the male psyche so well. Everything Shirley said made perfect sense. I just couldn't believe her ass said <laughs> I was going to ask you that after you gave your answer. What's wrong with my answer? Why yeah, no, it made perfect sense, but it sounded like something I would say. <laughs> oh, does it? Yeah, because it, it sounds like a man answer, but dog. This ain't a man letter, though. You just spent too much time on her. You see, your problem is, dog, you told us at the top of the letter you, you ain't thinking about leaving your wife. You not mm -hmm. a cheater. I'm unhappily married for a while. No intention. I got a small bar. My best employee is also my worst employee. Well, it sounds like you got one person working. <laughs> All right, listen, Steve, we'll have part two of your response right <laughs> coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, today's subject, her hood rat mentality is bad for business. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Her hood rat mentality is bad for business. Yeah, this married dude has been telling, telling us he unhappy. He he a grown man, you know, so I know he good and grown, but he's married. He ain't been happy for a while. No intention of leaving my wife. I'm not a cheater. If the letter isn't about you being happy or a cheater, why did you have to mention that at the beginning? Bruh, something's amiss here, and I think I'm going to find out what it is. You're on a small bar, and your best employee is also your worst employee. Now, before we left, I said, well, it sounded to me like you got one employee. Now, she has been with me so long, so long, which ages him too, that I've overlooked her raunchy behavior for years. So she's a hood rat, and I knew that when I hired her as a bartender. Excuse me. You, you, bro, I, bro, I'm not following you here. I've overlooked her raunchy behavior for years. She's a hood rat, and I knew that when I hired her as a bartender. If you knew she was a hood rat when you hired her as a bartender, <laughs> I, when did you start overlooking the raunchy behavior? At the interview with the banging Cardi B body? <laughs> See, is that when you overlooked the raunchy behavior because you knew you wanted her be standing behind that bar because it would draw your customers? Come on, bro. You talking to another grown man now. This is supposed to be a part-time job, but now it's the only job she has because she's loud and unprofessional. Well, with reading this letter, this ain't the only job she got. <laughs> See, she didn't turn a part-time job into a full-time job, partner. She's 53 years old, but she got a body like Cardi B, and she's gorgeous. Excuse me. That's why you hired the hood rat, dog. In the beginning... 
That's why you overlooked raunchy behavior because of how she looked. You a man. She wear her stomach out. Well, you know, with short shorts and heels. Mm -hmm. Okay. You ain't saying nothing about that. So my male customers love her. And so does the dude that hired her that's been unhappily married for a long time that you're not a cheater and you have no intentions of leaving your wife. Why that's even in the letter. You explaining yourself as you go. Recently, uh, my male customers love her. Recently, I had to temporarily lay her off because of the pandemic. I offered to give her $1,000 to help her out while she was not working. She asked me what she had to do for the extra money. I was confused at first. Then I figured it out. She told me ain't nothing free. And she been working her side hustle for a while. Right out of my bar. Several of my married customers give her money and gifts in exchange for a good time. That's why I thought Shirley would be just through with her. But oh no. All of a sudden she hood. She told me (laughs) that she knows I'm not happy at home. And I haven't had sex in a while, so she can help me out. I wanted mm-hmm. to lay her across that bar right there and do her. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, here's where the next, now, which was true, but I have my dignity. Right. Okay. <laughs> mm, we all have that, bro. All of us have that. And a woman like that is nothing but trouble. She's been working for you for years. She ain't been no trouble up until now. Matter of fact, she the probably the real reason your bar's still open. Hmm. And so now, I told her she can't be tricking out of my bar. She told me whatever she does in her spare time is her business. That's a hood rat comment. That's a business comment. <laughs> I've heard people say that hmm. in business meetings before. She's valuable for my business, but she can't keep tricking with my customers. Should I talk to the guys or fire her? Let me ask you a question, bro. What exactly will you say to the guys? <laughs> or should I fire her? Fire her. What should you talk to the guys about? Yeah, what do you say? What are you going to ask them? Excuse me, man. Yeah. Are you, are you sleeping with her? Yeah. 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 Wait a minute. Hold on, man. Yes, Why are you doing that? She my bartender. Okay. She ain't my bartender. She ain't my bartender. <laughs> yeah, but hold up, but, but hold she up, though, man. I'm telling you, she my bartender, and I'm asking y'all, man, could y'all stop hitting on her and giving this extra money so she could just, you know, be my bartender? Right. Yeah, I got a bar at home. Yeah. Well, can I just yeah. say this? The only reason I come here is for her, because I damn yeah. sure ain't coming here to look and at her. She you. fixed drinks I'm and she fixed everything yeah. else. I don't know what yeah. you do. I mean, why, why, why we not going to come? So now back to the letter, I'm asking the audience, now that you've heard from several men who have potential customer wrote all over them, what would I say to these guys? Or fire her. Fire her, dog. Fire her, your bar closed because of the pandemic. Now she thought that the $1,000 meant she had to do something because that's what the $1,000 do every other time. Yeah, I do. But the cold part was you thought about it. Now, what your real question is, should I fire her? Because if I bring her back in here, I'm going to do her. 
That's the question right there. Mm-hmm. Don't write me no more like this, though. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve is here, of course, with things you'll see on Easter Sunday. I've been going to church a lot of years on Easter, and it's the most fascinating time for me. Because you see stuff at the church that you really shouldn't see. Like people in lime green Uh, that should not be in lime green. You're wrong for this. I mean, it's shocking. A lot of lime, a little bit of lime goes a long way. Yeah. Just a little bit. (laughs) Not a lot. (laughs) You got that little baby, beautiful black baby, walking around with that day glow lemon yellow dress on. (laughs) Day glow lemon yellow. You're going to see colors that you did not know existed. (laughs) I mean, you just, what is that, purplish? What? What is that, purplish? That's orange and brown in colors. Yeah, that's when you be going, what is that? That's orangutan. What? Orangutan. (laughs) You just don't know what's going on. You're going to see little boys uh-huh. with knickers on because they mama thought it was cute. <laughs> uh, yeah. And little boy can't go around the rest of them boys. <laughs> your punk ass doing them pants on. Why your pants on? What, what is you? You a pilgrim? <laughs> Here's something else you're going to see way. Way too many barrettes in this baby's head. I've seen that. It's just way too many damn barrettes in this baby head. Baby walking around just clacking. Her head heavy. Uh huh. Uh huh. She cries. Here's something you're gonna see at somebody's house. What? That's just too much damn pineapple on that head. Oh, yeah. Send them in with all this damn pineapple. Where, where the hell, man? You can't see the hell. I'm trying to disguise this dry ass hell. <laughs> what else, Steve, you going to see? You're going to see an Easter bunny mm. in street shoes. Oh. He's going to have Because, you know, in the hood, you don't have the money for the feet, too. Yeah, you don't have the bunny feet. For the entire album. He's just up in here with some black Tom McCann street shoes. He got some flow shims on. New balance. No, flow shim. No, no, Street shoes, baby. He flow shim. You're going to see a fat man Uh with a too small jacket on and a little man with a too big jacket on. Yeah, you always see that. (laughs) Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Let's play a game with our comedians, Carla. It's yeah. called Oh Goodness. Uh-huh. What's okay. the first thing you do if dot dot dot? Okay. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, y'all took my dot dot dot. Okay, come on. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up, Tommy. You, you own you dot, dot, dot dot dot? You, you I own you, dot dot dot. You that's mine. Dot, dot, that's dot. mine, right? I own dot dot dot. <laughs> all right, okay. all right, Shelly, you gotta go dot all right, dot here dot. We go. dot. You gotta do four dots because yeah, you don't own four dots. He only owns three. I own three. I want to see, <laughs> to see the trademark on that. All right. What's the first thing you do if dot, 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 uh, you were left at the altar? Let's uh, that's Jay. Me? First uh-huh, one? Uh-huh. I go first? Yeah. God knows. If I'm left at the altar, God knows that I shouldn't be going through that again. And God spoke to her and made her leave. That's the first thing I know. I'm thanking God. I'm falling on my knees. And I'm, <laughs> falling I'm, on your I'm, knees. I'm, I'm hugging the minister. I'm <laughs> hugging all the bridesmaids. Thank y'all for coming. Thank, I'm thanking everybody. If that happens to me, because God knows okay. that's the first thing I'm doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Come on. You now, know what, what I'm doing? Got? If you leave me at the altar like that, I'm going over to my side of the church where my family is and letting them know this is a prank. Okay. Um, I just wanted us to all get together because we don't really see each other that much. You know, I'm just glad that we love each other. The fact that y'all came out to be a part of this, this, but this wasn't really happening. Okay. This is a joke, but I'm just glad we all together. And if we can all just now, you know, go downstairs and, and get some drinks and have okay. some food. Have you time. got pranked. That's uh-huh. the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Come on, Steve. What's the Steve? first thing you do? do if you were left at the altar. I'm going to go over my girlfriend's house and get her soul. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Good one, I love it. You better keep up, boy. All right, guys, here's another one. What's the first thing you do if you saw your neighbor cheating on their significant other, on their wife or husband or whatever? Oh, if I saw my neighbor cheating, you ain't seen my neighbors, so there ain't no cheating going on. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, you ain't seen... 
You ain't seen these neighbors I got. Nobody's cheating on nobody. Stupid. Now, okay. Maybe if I move someplace else, I have new neighbors, but not the ones I got now. <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. This is two different deals here. Okay. Now, if it's the female... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, that's cheating. Then I got to go over and let her know we got to work a deal because I didn't caught you. Okay. So I need it. I need it. I need Air Wednesday for me. Okay. That's how. Yeah. Air Wednesday. Let's work this out. Now, if it's a male that's doing the cheat, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to need 500. Okay. $500 every two weeks. Till I feel like I think you didn't learn your lesson. That's how we're going to work this out. That's how it's going to go down. All right. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. All right. Come on, Steve. What would you do the first thing you'd do if you saw your neighbor cheating? I'm going to just tell him. Next time I catch your car backed up on the edge of my yard like you normally do it, uh-huh. I'm going there and tell your fat-ass wife what I saw. <laughs> Now, now, now keep know. pulling that car up over the edge of my yard. It's your stupid it's about ass. about that landscaping. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All, All right, right, here we go. What's the first thing you do dot, if dot, you dot. found a bag dot, of money dot, dot. on the side of the road? What? How much? You got to put an amount. Yeah, you got to put a number on that. Thousands, yeah. thousands, and thousands. Ten thousand. Oh, Ten thousand. Oh, is it going in my pocket? I'm, yeah. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, if you found no. a bag of money. With Let me tell you how 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 gangster I'd be. I could see somebody drop it and not notice it, uh-huh. and I'm still picking it up. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna go. Hey, you dropped some. No, if they don't no. see it. I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> All right, come on, good. guys. <laughs> Go ahead, big dog. Take a side, man. Take it. No, that's it. Ain't, ain't, ain't but one answer. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you, for 10 grand, I ain't gonna lie, I get shot right in front of my whole family. I ain't lying. For 10 grand. With, with, some Hollywood, with some Hollywood bullets. Alright, thank you guys. Uh, more of like today's that. trending that stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so this Sunday we know is Easter Sunday, and um, a lot of people get, you know, a lot of kids get Easter baskets. So here's the question. If you were to receive an adult Easter basket, what would you want in it? What would you want in yours, Steve? Are you asking me now or when I was single? (laughs) <laughs> I think when you were single would be more interesting, so let's go yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, the Easter Bunny would actually be a girl. A bunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Easter Bunny would uh-uh. have been a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit in female form, but in live. Ooh, Lord. Yeah, that would have been my Easter basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Okay. All right. What about you, Neff? Halle Berry, right in that basket. <laughs> right in Halle that basket. Yes, Lord. <laughs> back when you were single or now? Back yeah, back when, when I was single. Back when I was single. Oh, okay, of course. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Just thought I'd help you out. All right, come on, Junior. What you got? Easter dinner. Just you want to what? eat some ham? Yeah, <laughs> I got to eat. You know, holidays be hard when you're single. You got to figure out where you go eat at. I'm tired of going to people's houses on Easter. I need dinner here in my basket. That's what I need. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gotta beg your way over to somebody's house. That's difficult work to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, he's here. Please introduce J. Anthony Brown to J. Anthony Brown. (laughs) Come on, J. (laughs) In keeping with the vein of Easter, why not do an Easter song? That's going to say it all. Because it's the day we go crazy with what we have to wear. Hit it. All right, fellas, I know it's Easter time. I know you're laying that stuff out on the bed. Standing back in the drawer, saying this up. Wait till they see me in this. Shoes down at the bottom, hat at the top of your suit. Got your shirt up under the suit. You ready? You gonna kill him? It's Easter Sunday. I can't believe those awful suits I see. The colors out on ya. Yellow, pink, bright, and spike can green. Plus coyote gray. Oh, yeah. Oh, The night before, <laughs> gonna kill him. Kill him. Just gonna hurt him on Easter. Boy, I remember one year, man. I got me a white suit. My mama told me, "Boy, I don't want you to get no white suit." Mm-hmm. I had paper out. I get me. I'm getting a white suit. <laughs> white suit. I only had one pair of shoes. They were black. So I wanted a black shirt. Couldn't find a black shirt. Bought a white shirt and a box of Rick Dye. And died it. I died this shirt. In church, got hot. The dye bleeding out the shirt into the suit. What? (laughs) Your mother told you. She told you. I'm sitting up in here, man, with this cheap ass shirt. I got sweating. It's leaking. The dye is leaking onto the suit. Man, I was so hurt. Now my suit got these gray blotches on it. Oh, man. And you know, this is way folk camouflage. Man. I could not play at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's all going down Easter. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Steve, coming up, closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. And uh, we're looking for some closing remarks from you, our leader, our fearless leader. I guess I could take it in. So, you know, because I've been a little different today. I've been more of a uh, uh, straight straight to the mark guy today, you know. Mm -hmm. So I guess my closing remarks should be more of a, how, how should I put it to you? I want to talk about uh, mm. just how important it is for everybody to just be in touch with your spiritual side. You know, I think, man, look, I've, I've grown up as a person spiritually, you know, and I've really, really come to understand through travels and everything that there's a lot of different ways that people culturally worship and I've just come to respect that more and more and more. Now, my mother was a Sunday school teacher, and she always taught me to be respectful of other faiths and other people's methods because she says, Steve, this is working for us. This is what we believe to be true and real, and don't let nobody talk you off this. She say, but I would not think that there's not another route to where we trying to get to because there's other sections of the world and other 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 different people from cultures and raised up a different way so she say as you meet these people you have to be mindful don't be so stuck on your way that you want it your way or the highway or you want to be so enforceful of your faith and your beliefs that you don't that people get uncomfortable being around you he, she said that ain't your job she said your job is to be light not darkness he said, you, she said, you don't know. Just live your life where a person that's living in darkness might say, man, how can I get some of that light you got? As opposed to walking around passing judgment, talking about, I see you over there in that dark. This is the light right here. She said, that ain't how you do it. Just be a light. And so I've always kind of managed, managed to kind of navigate myself through the world like that. Cause I got friends from, that's Jewish friends I have, you know, Muslim friends. You know, I, I have friends, man, all around the world, man, that are some beautiful people, man. I'm talking about kind, live by the same morals, got the same values I got. They love family. They love peace. They love God. They leave joy. They love sharing. They love light. They love hope. They love kindness. They do unto others as you would, they would have them do unto you, all of that. And so I become comfortable with it. But I think everybody that hears me should just get in touch with your spiritual side. In 2021, make a commitment to get a little closer to God because God is so necessary, man. I just don't I just don't know how you make it without him. I really don't. Oh, now, don't get me wrong. I'm human. I've attempted it before. I've spent spans in my life 
not talking to God, not praying, not 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 confiding in Him. And uh, because of His grace and mercy, He allowed me to survive those moments because He loved me, and 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 He knew I knew better. And you might be that person that's going through that too. You might be that person that really knows that there is a God and was really raised up by your grandmother or your mother and you just slid off to the left or to the right and were just doing your thing. But you can always come back. You can always walk towards the light. You can always pray. You don't have to go to church to pray. You don't have to go to no certain building. You, and here's the important thing about prayer. You don't need permission. You actually can have a relationship with God just yourself, man. You should try it. Because if you're feeling moments of confusion, uncertainty, doubt, if you feel alone, if you don't know what your next move going to be, can I tell you something? God knows exactly what your next move should be because he has a plan for you. And if you talk with him, he'll unveil it to you. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be without opposition. It ain't going to be without challenges or setbacks. But he'll be there with you the whole way. It's the only explanation I have for my existence today. I wish you would, man. It's just a real simple thing, you know. And I ain't that dude where, you know, look, you look at me and I'm always shouting or got my hands up praying or, or telling you this and telling you that. I'm not that. I'm not that person. But boy, I got a real good relationship with him, though. I really do. And it's personal. And, and it gets me through every crisis I've ever had in my life. If you follow my career and you know me from this radio show, like I have fans, man, who listen to this radio show every day. If you know me as a person, you've seen me survive some hella hits. You've seen them come for me. Oh, I've, I've seen y'all defend me. The real people that really love me and know my spirit and my heart. And you've watched them haters come for me. And you've watched every single time he picked me up, set me on solid pathways and directions, dust me off. And next thing you know, I'm rolling again. You've seen them and heard them write me off over and over and over. And every time you look up, I keep shining because that God I serve, that merciful, forgiving, loving, understanding God has promised me that he would never leave me. And you know what? He ain't ever. In my darkest moments, he has never, ever left me. He has been the one constant thing I can count on my entire life. What he's done for me, he will do for you. All you got to do is talk to him and confide in him. Get your relationship with God. He'd love to hear from you. Talk to him. He really would love to hear from you. And he don't care that it's been a while. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.